everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am so absolutely jazzed, Mr. Benny. Uh, I am going to be going to Texas. And are things bigger in Texas? They're going to be very big in oh, Texas good. for so this event. Sure. You bet. Wow. Dee Dee Mercer Moffat <laughs> has created the Snap Out of It Women's Conference and Expo in, I say, Plano, Texas. The what? Snap Out Snap of It! Snap Out of It! <laughs> it's like the Slim Jim commercial. That? Yeah. It's Was that, that from the movie A Moonstruck where they were like, where she said, Snap Out Isn't of It! Isn't that with the uh, share? Share. I think you're right. That's it. We're talking the same thing, everybody. And so, yeah. So this is a great conference. I have been invited to speak. I am so thrilled that I'm going to be able to do that. Joining me today, one of the other speakers. We're hoping we're going to be able to get a lot of the speakers on before the event. Uh, Dr. Manette Riordan is joining us here today. Riordan, I believe. I've got to work on it. I went from from Riordan to Riordan. Let me try it again. Dr. Manette Riordan. Yay! Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Cultivating curiosity. How being genuinely interested in everything inspires you to do more, be more, and give more. And so she is one of the presenters at the conference. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell you, for the past eight years, she has built an amazing, are you ready, multimedia publishing company. And so we're going to hear all about her, what she's doing down in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. That's where I'm going to be because Valerie would tell us Plano, Plano, Texas is by Fort Worth. Right, Valerie? You're from Texas. No, no. she says no. She says no. That's what I know. See? But it's... She's <laughs> it's like, on the other side. Oh, no. It's, uh, there she goes. So uh, <laughs> you, you, know, you have to remember that I grew up on an island with 8 million people. So next door to me is literally next door. But we're going to hear much more about that. But here's the cool thing that's happening. If you are in the Texas area or want to be in the Texas area, May 20th, that's when the conference is. I'm going to be there. I think I'm actually flying the day before. Um, If you want to be there and can be there. We want to know that now because we're giving away 10 free tickets to the Empowering Women at the Snap Out of It conference now. Those of you that live there or have friends or family that live there that you would like to gift these tickets to, man, this is the time to give us a shout. Call our toll-free number right now, 1-800-930-2819, and go ahead and we will get that information. We're going to need your email address, and we're going to need... um, I believe, I don't know, a phone number or something. But give us a call now in order to secure these 10 free tickets to this event, 1-800-930-2819. For those of you that are listening to an Encore presentation, you too can call. So everybody listening, call. I'll get your message. Wow, what a great show. What a great gift. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Minette, for joining us here today. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Dr. Pat. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. I want to start out by asking you about your journey, where this all started for you, and how you got to be at the place that you're you're at now. I mean, clearly you were named 2009 Small Business Owner of the Year uh, by the Chamber of Commerce, and also a 2007 uh, Altrusa Outstanding Woman of Today Award. Now, how does somebody begin a life and get to this path? What are some of the challenges, some of the obstacles you've personally had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? 
Wow, that's a, that's a great question. And, and, you know, more than challenges and obstacles, it was sputters and restarts. You know, I uh, started, I have a Ph.D. in uh, 19th and 20th century Latin American poetry, of all things. Wow. From Stanford University and uh, left there, ended up teaching at a private high school in Northern California uh, for troubled teens, love working with that population. Ended up leaving there, going to start my own family, and kind of following my husband and I kind of follow each other around the country. You know, he followed me for we were down in the Bay Area, he followed me up to Reading, and we kind of looked at each other and said, okay, we want to have kids, need to maybe make some changes. Let's go move close to Grandma, to my mom, who lives in Estes Park, Colorado. We've been so blessed to live in so many beautiful places. Moved to Colorado. He had all these phenomenal contracts. He was making great money. So we moved out there, got pregnant. He lost all of his contracts. And that really uh, changed our life quite mm-hmm. dramatically, as you can imagine. Because yeah. here we are with, um, you know, some savings, but no steady income, no nothing. So we ended up, He and obviously I wasn't going to go start making a whole bunch of money when I was pregnant. And, um, you know, it's one of the challenges of being a woman is that people look at you and go, well, you know, in six months you're going to be out of the workforce, not in the workforce. Right. So, You know, there's so many things that you have to think about, and at the time, my husband was really enjoying his contracting, did not want to go back to a full-time job, and so he ended up coming down here to Richardson, Texas, which is just south of Plano, and we're north of Dallas is where we're located in Collin County, and um, he followed a job down here. I stayed in Colorado, so that was I cried a lot, Pat, during that time. <laughs> I can imagine. Home alone, I was pregnant. And finally, when I was seven months pregnant, we just we said, okay, this is not working. Something needs to really shift. What do we want? And he's still at the same company 10 years later. They offered him a, a full-time opportunity. And we packed our, uh, packed our truck and packed up our big old dog and moved to Plano, Texas. I'm a native Texan, but loved Colorado, loved California, didn't see myself coming back. And here I am 11 years later. So I moved to Plano. I was um, seven months pregnant. I knew nobody. I had no family here. I had to find a new OB. You'd be surprised how hard that is when you're seven months pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Trying to find a, you know, a new doula, a new OB, everything. So yeah. life was really challenging. And um, I went to school for a long time. I never really thought that I would be a stay-at-home mom for the rest of my life. And my kids got to be three and one. And I think I was going stir-crazy and climbing the walls. And so were they. I'm, I'm blessed to have two very healthy, very active children. And I started looking around, trying to figure out what on earth am I going to do with myself? I don't want to go back to work full time. I really was trying to create the opportunity to have that balance, I think, that we all search for between getting enough time with my kids when they're little and getting my own intellectual needs, aspirations, and dreams fulfilled at the same time. Ended up starting my magazine, uh, North Texas Kids. That was eight years ago. Mm. And it has taken me on an amazing journey. And I think the biggest blessing of owning my own business has been all the people who have touched my life, all the amazing business owners I've met, the other amazing Mm. women. I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't do anything lightly. I jumped in (laughs) with both feet and got very involved in the Chamber of Commerce from from the get-go, and they really helped launch me. I give them, the Chamber of Commerce here is an amazing supportive organization. And um, I love working with brand new business owners. I, I find that, you know, I knew nothing about marketing. I knew nothing about the software. I did all the layout, the design, the distribution. You know how it is when you're new. You do everything. Yeah. Oh, I know. 
And, I, and, and I love being new at doing things, and that's kind of the inspiration for the, the topic today on cultivating curiosity, too. But that's kind of... Yeah, kind of how I got there from just you know from one simple thing that you know sounds uh, sounds crazy, but just from my husband losing right. his contracts, it just triggered this whole stream of very fortunate events. So in every tragedy, there's a life lesson. And you know, this is really cool because you know uh, curiosity is is also for me a really key play in terms of looking at some of the things and challenges. Honestly, if I didn't lose my job after 25 years, I would not be here now. This whole different thing that I'm doing is a blessing, just like with you. But there is that level of curiosity, and I'd love for you to talk about it for a minute and define it, because I think along the way, curiosity has gotten a bad rap, but you have a very different definition. I'd love for you to talk about that. Well, thank you. And you know, it's interesting because the, the classic proverb around curiosity is that curiosity killed the cat. I know! I wasn't going to say that. It's so true, but, you know, and, and as, so if you think about children, because that's what my life has been about for the mm-hmm. last, my oldest child's 11 and my younger one is 8. Mm-hmm. You know, for 11 years I've been watching them grow and evolve, and man, are children great teachers. But they've reminded me what it's like to be curious and to approach life with a sense of openness. And if you, you know, you want a dictionary definition, I actually, I did look it up yesterday. Curiosity is simply a strong desire to know or learn something and to really take an interest in, in experience for its own sake, you know, not for the, the sake of becoming smart or becoming an expert, just that genuine feeling of, I wonder what, or I wonder if, and when we approach life from that childlike perspective of seeing everything as new, it opens us opens us up to entirely new possibilities, I guess. You know, you don't see things as black and white anymore. You see things as this entire rainbow of possibilities, I guess is what I want to say. And, and you, so for me, curiosity is, you know, remembering that childlike wonder at the newness of the world. Yeah. Boy, I love the conversation. And, you know, many people talk about it starting with a clean canvas at some level. But there's also a sense of innocence around this. And, you know, I know that you help people cultivate this attitude of curiosity. Let's talk about it, because some folks say you're either born with it or not. What have you discovered? Well, I agree that people are born with different levels of curiosity, But I've also learned that people are curious about different things. What a boring place this would be if we were all curious about the same thing. Oh, no kidding. (laughs) To speak personally, you know, so my son, since he was itty-bitty, is fascinated by big, mighty construction machines. He's fascinated by how things work. He can build these amazing little Lego creations and tell you what every piece means and every part has its own significance in making this work. And, you know, he has this brilliant critical thinking mind for creating machines. Well, I'm not interested in machines at all, but I'm fascinated by people. In fact, I, I drive my husband crazy. I, you know, sit in a restaurant and I love watching couples, you know, watch their conversations and watching families, you know, hanging out in airports every summer. We go to Canada, Nova Scotia, and we're, so we're at JFK every summer and 
sitting in the airport, and there's so many cool people coming by. That fascinates me. It, it's, so, it's really amazing, though, when you think about it, that, uh, you know what I'm blown away by? The fact that you have even talked about having time to do that. We're going to talk about this when we come back uh, for uh, for many reasons. But Dr. Minette's joining us here today. We've got a free download for you, lots to talk about. How can you cultivate this attitude of curiosity? And most importantly, you know, what do we do on listening is listening important in the mix can we all do it stay tuned we'll be right back with the dr pat show remember for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives just like people they are what they eat wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being true wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make you can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you wellness natural food for pets this is where true wellness begins unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, on the Dr. Pat Show. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let The Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join the buzz, be the buzz, and let our success be your success. For more information, call me, Dr. Pat, at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. I don't know what I 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For those of you that are wondering, yes, we are all going to be out at this amazing, amazing conference, the Snap Out of It Women's Conference and Expo, uh, Plano uh, Convention Center, Plano, Texas, May 20th, 2010. It is a full-day event. It is totally, totally, totally fun. Um, For those of you that are in between jobs, meaning you are uh, unemployed, uh, we need to make sure that you know that uh, this is a free, unlimited sponsored tickets have been provided for all of you, and it's really good that they have been. Thanks to Dee Dee uh, Mercer uh, Moffitt and the folks that are organizing the Snap Out of It conference. Dr. Manette joining us here today is one of the speakers that I will be joining for a really fun, cool time. Uh, We're talking about cultivating curiosity and what that means. How being genuinely interested in everything inspires you to do more, be more, and give more. Uh, Dr. Manette, thank you for joining us. You also have a free gift for our listeners as well, don't you? I do, I do. So the, the talk that I'm giving at the Snap Out of It Women's Conference is called Life is Too Short to Wear Diamond Studs. <laughs> I have this amazing collection of earrings that all the people in my life have gifted me over the years. I hardly ever have to buy them. And I was just completely inspired to write a book. So I am giving away the first chapter of the book, which is called Are Those Real Diamonds? Finding Authenticity. And there's a download of the chapter and a free guided visualization on the homepage of my website, which is minetteriordan.com, M-I-N-E-T-T-E-R-I-O-R-D-A-N.com. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's talk about curiosity. I mean, we were talking about can you cultivate it, but also why is it important to cultivate, and how does curiosity bring the things to us that we truly want? You know, that's a great question. When we're open to possibilities, and we ask open-ended questions, what-if questions, I wonder questions. It allows possibility to enter into our minds and our hearts in a new way. And when we ask questions and listen for the answers, it helps build a unique sense of closeness with the people in our lives and our businesses everywhere. I feel like so many times we're so busy working in our mind about what we want and interrogating people and that we've lost the ability to genuinely listen. And 50% of any, any conversation is, is listening. And, you know, it can be a divine experience to be genuinely listened to by someone who is truly curious about who you are, what you're doing, and what you want in your life. So when we approach relationships, whether they're business or personal, and especially with our spouses, with a renewed sense of curiosity I wonder how he really feels about this. Mm -hmm. It changes everything because it takes judgment out of the equation. And when we release judgment, it, again, like curiosity, opens us up to a whole new realm of opportunities. So let's let's look at this, because you and I both, you know, from our stories, we've had different things happen to us. And sometimes if we're sort of stuck or kind of clogged in and we're, you know, in an experience, we're not really aware or awake, and, uh, awake enough to be paying attention to what's around us. Um, you know, curiosity is kind of interesting in the way you talk about it because people are really wanting to be heard right now or listened to. You know what I'm saying? Almost Mm -hmm. witnessed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so there is this sense of letting go of trying to fix somebody or something 
and learning how to listen with an open heart. Can you tell us what you've discovered in that arena and how does that help us in relationships, even even sometimes some of the tough situations where you may be talking to a child that you don't agree with, and yet the thing to do is listen. So if you think about how, and I love that you brought parenting into it because parenting is a place where if parents can learn to be more curious about what their kids are interested in, it helps their children become critical thinkers and curious wonderers And, you know, I always like to use Einstein as an example. I mean, he's a great example of someone who's incredibly curious about what was happening around him, and it allowed him to discover possibilities that have changed the rest of our world forever. You know, um, Edison, Thomas Edison, you know, Alexander Graham Bell, some of the great thinkers, even John, you know, President Kennedy standing up there saying, we're going to go to the moon. I mean, all these people were curious about what was the next step. But when we pull that back in, and think about it in the context of a one-on-one personal relationship, what we all want is to be heard. We all want to know that our opinion is valid and that we're providing meaning and all of the different things that we have to give back to the world, that people see them. And so many times we're, we're so intent on trying to put our own meaning into the conversation that we forget to listen. And so I call this cultivating curiosity because you can practice curiosity, like you practice meditation, like you practice prayer, like you practice exercise. Cultivate being curious. Have a conversation. Make an appointment with a friend and make a commitment to each other to just listen. And each of you gets to talk for five minutes and the other person doesn't say anything. They don't try to solve it for you. They don't try to fix it for you. They just acknowledge you and hear you. Wow, I hear that, you know, or what if, what, what, what are you going to get out of this? Or think about some of the open-ended, powerful questions that you can ask people to be a curious listener. Think about how what the implications are if you're a leader in your company and you're trying to get some really positive feedback from the people that work for you about what you can do to be a better leader and what you can do to be a better team as a company. When you approach the conversation with the concept of what will happen if and let people fill in the blank, it intensifies the level of trust and security from the get-go because it takes the judgment out of it, like we said before. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. I mean, you know, this is really a time for uh, us to really be listening to a lot of different things, honestly. And yet it's, I believe it's one of the most important skills we can learn. And yet we claim not to have time. You know, Dr. Pat, I've lost your voice. Uh, Did you lose me right there? Uh, Can you hear me now? No. Okay. Do you got me? Do you have me now? Yes. Okay. So what I wanted to ask you is, this is really a time where we need to learn this skill. What tips can you give us to help us become more curious? Practice is the first yeah. thing. And so some other ways that you can practice, kind of like my silly analogy earlier, when you go sit down at your favorite coffee shop and have a cup of coffee, Pay attention to what's going on around you. What are people saying? Watch their interactions. Again, no judgment. What are they wearing? What do they look like? You know, so that's one way. Practice watching other people and go investigate. Another opportunity would be to go investigate something that you've always been interested in but maybe you don't know anything about. Go to a restaurant and order a new dish. So many of us fall into ruts of 
just, you know, constantly we go to our favorite restaurants and we order the same food. Go try a whole new type of food. Go eat Ethiopian cuisine if you've never had it or Belizean food, which is one of my favorites. So look for opportunities to be curious in your own life. And when you start conversations, whether with your spouse, your children, start with, I wonder what it would look like if. And phrase, learn to, in your phraseology, to, to put it a little bit differently about invoking wonder on their part, right? So exactly. It, it, does that make sense? So not yeah. interrogating, but just exactly. saying, exactly. what would happen if? Right. Not why did you, <laughs> why did you do that? Well, and not yes, no questions. You know, right. it's. There, it's not, in, in, in the case of a, a particular situation, you know, kids are always a great example. You have a kid, they come home, they're crying from school, they had a fight with their best friend, or, you know, all of a sudden there's a new group and they're not invited to join. It's amazing when you have, I have tweens, so, you know, with these tweens about the different struggles. And when you start to talk them through it and just ask open-ended questions, mm-hmm. you open them up to seeing that there's more than this choice or that choice. You know, there's always a third choice, and curiosity can help us find what those alternative choices are. I love it. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank thank you you so much. And we're going to have a blast at the conference, aren't we? I know. I can't wait to meet you in person. I'm so excited. I know. It's going to be a blast. And I'm going to make sure I dress uh, to uh, cover the warm temperature. That's right. Get out your spaghetti strap. All right, there we go. Thank you, Dr. Manette, for joining us here. And for those of you that want to find out more, we're talking about the Snap Out of It conference. Go to drpatlive.com. There's a big old Flash movie there. Lots of information. We would love to see you all there. And don't forget, tonight, 6 o'clock, bbsradio.com, me and Mary Jane Mack. We'll see you later, everybody. Have a great day. Try